We're dark and will and we are off the rail, off the rails. And we are off the rails, off the rails. Yeah, off the rails. Ooh, welcome! You're listening to Off the Rails, a podcast with little preparation and two uninformed guys. I'm Doug, and with me as always, welcome, who William! Hey, Douglas, how are we today? We are afternoon potting. It's very weird. It's, it's, I don't know. All right, I'm doing great. I would say, I'm doing well, Uh, thank you. I would say a little preparation this time we're at zero preparation. I don't even know what we're about to talk about. I hope you have some good material because I don't really have a lot. I don't. When, when I say I don't have a lot, Doug, I don't have anything. So here we go. Let's go. <laughs> well, I can't say that uh, I'm not. I'm, not, I'm surprised by that. Uh, we did, we did pre pod last week. Yeah, we're just gonna do that. No, not at all. I've got rid of everything from last week's list for the most part. Um, first off, I do want to start off by saying that, uh, last night when we were getting ready to podcast, I told my mom, I was getting ready, just gave her, given her, her dinner mm-hmm. and said, I'm going upstairs to do a podcast. And she told me, tell the world I said, hi, Oh, nice. So my mother says, hi world. That was nice. last night. I don't know if she shares that sentiment today. Yeah. Who knows? She may, she may want to take that back. We were supposed to pod last night, um, in my world. Basically, my life is dictated by what Pearl decides she wants to do, and sometimes she goes to sleep real quickly, and then other times, like last night, I end up falling asleep trying to get her to go to sleep, and that's what happened last night. Yeah, I figured as much. I figured as much. When I got the Pearl hasn't gone to sleep yet, and then nothing from you in an hour afterwards, I assumed you fell asleep with Pearl, which is perfectly fine. Perfectly normal. Well, I, so- I apologize uh, I was going to say I apologize in advance, but it happened yesterday, so I don't know what you say. Do I do I just say I apologize? I'm just going to go, I apologize. Yeah, I mean, don't worry. You only kept me from doing stuff for two hours that I could have been doing something else and just had Shilky on standby doing his mm-hmm. thing, uh, waiting for me to reach out to him, just not doing anything, just sitting there twiddling his thumbs, waiting for me to contact him, but that's okay. We're fine. We're doing it today, and I'm happy that we're finally getting it done. Yeah, um, no, I do want to point out uh, that you actually had done the same thing to us like two weeks ago. So it we we are now evened out. I I do want to throw that out there because you fell asleep like at eight thirty uh, yeah. on the night we were supposed to pod. Didn't hear from you until yeah. like two o'clock in the morning, and yeah. Uh, yeah, we really we're really on top of this. We're really we're. We're at full speed, I think is how you say it, right? Well, off the rails, it's definitely a priority. I mean, that just shows to me right there that that we really take this seriously, that this is a priority a priority number one. We really want to get on this. Um, I finished The Sopranos finally. I've, got, I've knocked out all six seasons of The Sopranos. Nice. Um, Tony's breathing progressively got worse throughout the season. It was hard mm-hmm. to finish. Um, I do wonder with uh, the new movie, Many Saints of Newark, coming out tomorrow. Oh, nice. Select theaters and HBO Max, for those of you that have it. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I wonder if young Tony is going to breathe as disgustingly hard as old Tony did. Will we get, maybe not as hard, but will we see the beginning stages of nasal breathing at its finest from young Tony, I wonder? I think we will. It won't be as disgusting because his health isn't as bad as a young Tony, but I think we're going to start seeing, I think we'll see some breathing from young Tony to give us a reminder of old Tony's breathing issues. It depends, got, if they, it depends if they just feel like that was a lifelong issue with Tony or if it was something that just came with the stress and the wear and tear of getting older. So, yeah, yeah, I'm going to go with yeah. My answer is yes. I think we have to give it. I'm going to be disappointed if we don't. And I understand, like you said, yeah, maybe it just came with the stress of the job. Maybe as young Tony progresses in his world of thuggery, Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we will see the breathing. I hope so. I'm going to be upset if we don't have, after just watching six seasons of The Sopranos in the last two or three months, uh, I'm going to be really disappointed if young Tony isn't n- nasal breathing at some point in time. I-, I have to believe that was written in. That's part of the character development that maybe Tony added that and then they were just like, yes, let's run with this because yes, we can tell your mood by the way you're breathing. Mm-hmm. It's a very, it's a great nonverbal uh, cue from Tony. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope to see more of it. That's all I have on the Sopranos. I just want to let you know, I finished it. The new one's coming tomorrow. And I wonder if young Tony's going to breathe up. Well, I'm excited about the new one coming tomorrow. And I appreciate that reminder. That's definitely going on the list for things to do this upcoming weekend. Good. Do you think you'll knock it out this weekend or it's just going on the list and eventually you'll get to it? I think I might knock it out this weekend. I think so. Uh, the job may be an issue um, and college football may be an issue. There's a, there's a couple – and I'm going to Ice Cube tomorrow. That could be an issue. There's a few obstacles in the way, but I'm going to do my best to knock it out this weekend. Nice. You're going to go see Ice Cube at the Amp tomorrow? Where is that? No, at? he's actually not playing at the Amp. It's a big artist in a small club. He's playing at a venue called JJ's Live, which is a bar. How big of a bar? Uh, you know, I don't know the answer to that. Probably 600 people to 800 people in that area. So I'm excited. Man, that does nothing for me. Is it the size of the Royal Grove? <laughs> I Well, so they, they redid it. It used to be an outdoor venue, um, but they had too many noise complaints from their neighbors. So they uh, enclosed the venue They've only had one concert there so far. Uh, they're having another concert tonight and then Ice Cube tomorrow. So I don't know the answer to that. I'll have to get more. My guess is maybe not as big as the Royal Grove is my guess. But I'll have to get uh, further into that. Ice Cube in a club. What? What is he? Do you know where he's? Where else he's headed? Is he just doing this, a club tour? A little club so tour? He has, he, has a, he has a few tour dates out there. But he is the first tour date that is out there was he, he's playing El Dorado, Arkansas tomorrow. Uh, which is in southern Arkansas. And then uh, a few weeks after his tour was announced, uh, they announced the Fayetteville uh, gig. So I think he's got some casino gigs lined up on top of it. So he's doing a little double Arkansas action for this weekend and then doing casinos on weekends coming up after that. Is he bringing anybody with him? No. Or just going to be some local openers? Uh, I think it's a local dude. Uh, I don't even know his name. I saw his Instagram page. Uh, I didn't recognize. He's a, he's a, he's a white boy, um, and he's excited to be opening up for Ice Cube, but uh, he's definitely not a national act. It's it's really Ice Cube uh, performance, and I don't think he's bringing any special guests with him. Nice. Well, that'll hey, be what fun. Happened, what happened to Mount Westmore, by the way? Where's, West, where's Mount Westmore? 
I have no clue. I have no clue. They, I know they recorded a video about six months ago because I followed the director on uh, social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a YouTuber, and uh, and he Snoop Dogg let him direct one of his music videos a while back, and so he's done a few music videos, and he did the first Mount Westmore video, and I saw the behind the scenes of it, but it's never come out as far as I know, so I don't know what's going on with them. Hmm. Yeah, you know, I bought four tickets, and I can't get rid of all four of them, so I, I have an extra one if you want to come down uh, for a day. Uh, you can certainly take that fourth one. But, uh, I'm yeah, sorry, uh, tonight? Yeah, no, that's tomorrow night. It's tomorrow. Tomorrow night. night. Friday. You bought four tickets to Ice Cube with no, with no plans of having the like. You didn't have four people, three other people are like, "Yo, get us tickets too." So I, I, I always buy, buy four tickets. Yeah, I always buy a, an extra ticket for the wife who I can't recall last time I actually went to a concert. So I'm probably gonna have to scuttle that. But uh, Mike Shilke was a, an option at one point. Um, he decided he can't go. Um, and then I was able to fill two of the tickets with some friends, uh, but I could not get rid of that fourth ticket. Gotcha. So in- initially, I just bought four of them, thinking I could easily find three of the people to go to Ice Cube with me. And then it's becoming more challenging as as time goes on. It's hold. It's it's hard being old, man. Uh, it's just it's hard finding people to go out in public anymore uh, at the old age plus COVID, and it's it's just been a struggle. <sighs> Speaking of rappers, I want to, um, you and Shoki talked about, uh, bless you, MGK on Mm -hmm. uh, No Judgments Here a few weeks back, Mm -hmm. Um, and I listened to that, and I didn't really like some of the things Mike had to say and some of the things that you guys had to say about my boy MGK, and I want to kind of set the record straight right now, if that's okay with you. Absolutely. I would love to hear you set the record straight. Now, you know, you so you intimately know kind of the details of what's going on with MGK right now to set the record straight. Is that what you're trying to say? Well, I, I, there's not much I can say about what's currently going on with MGK. Obviously, he's dug himself a hole. He's he can't keep his mouth shut. And uh, that's fine. Yes, he's. It's more about his history, his past that I want to cover. But yes, MGK okay. can't stay out of the news right now. Um, there was the kerfuffle. Ker- the scuffle. The I was going to say kerfuffle. Kerfuffle. <laughs> ker- I, there was going to be some sort of word I was going to use that had to do with a, a mix-up with Conor McGregor. That was kerfuffle. That's ker- a that's a that's a dish, right? That's a food dish, like a, a morning breakfast dish. Kerfuffle. I'll have a kerfuffle with my coffee. Yeah. No, that, I don't know. I don't think sure? it's kerfuffle. I think I know, kerfuffle. Oh boy, oh boy! I'm not look sure. up. You keep going with your scuffle with Conor McGregor. By the way, I don't think MGK had anything to do with that kerfuffle. I think that was all 100 percent Conor McGregor. I do too. Okay. I do too, absolutely. And but uh, that was that got MGK in the news, mm-hmm. and then obviously he's in the news with your boys Slipknot, Corey yeah. Fluffenheimer, or whatever Corey's name is, Corey Taylor, Corey. Corey Taylor. Corey, uh, Doug, a kerfuffle, you were correct. A kerfuffle is a commotion or fuss, especially when caused by conflict in view. So there was a kerfuffle over the chairmanship. You're you're right. Uh, you're right. I was I was I was way off. I was I was not correct. Nice point point one point Doug. Mm-hmm. Kerfuffle. Um yeah, so I think the MGK kerfuffle with Conor McGregor was dumb. That's that's over with. I think that was McGregor's uh, fault. Um, who cares about that? And then he 
uh, made reference to Corey Taylor and Slipknot at one of the concerts he was at, one of the You Know Better. They were at a, a festival. Mm-hmm. Slipknot was on one stage. MGK was on the other stage. MGK mm-hmm. made reference to, um, you know what I'm happy about, that I'm not a 50-year-old wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then, and apparently MGK is claiming that Corey Taylor did a verse on Tickets to My Downfall, mm-hmm. um, but he didn't like the verse. Corey Taylor's claiming that he listened or looked at the what it was already written and said he wouldn't be a good fit, wished his best because he's Corey's friends with um, the Travis drummer, Barker. What's his name? Travis Barker. Travis Barker's the one that actually reached out. He was like, yeah, that's cool. I'd love to be a part of it. Turns out he didn't like what was happening. And he said, hey, I don't think I'm a fit, but good luck. I hope everything works out. Mm-hmm. MGK's claiming that he had a shitty verse and left him off. So we've got a battle of he said, she said. Um, but before that, our, that's neither here nor there because Corey started it by saying, uh, what did Corey say first about MGK? That he was a failed rapper. He doesn't yeah. like when people switch genres because they failed in one genre mm-hmm. and they go to another one. That is correct. Corey started the war. MGK is not the type, just like Eminem started the beef between Eminem and MGK. Mm-hmm. MGK is not starting anything. But he's not the kind of guy that's just going to sit back and let you talk <gasps> shit about him and not say anything back. Sure. So it's it makes sense that he's saying the stuff that he's saying. I just wish that it wasn't lies. I don't know that it is in the Corey Taylor thing, but it seems Corey's got the, as he says, the receipts, mm-hmm. as he shows the proof in text messages or emails yeah. to back what he's saying. So it seems that he might be telling the, the truth there. But nonetheless... When Corey says, and Mike Schilke agreed with Corey, it seems like that he says he fell in one genre and moved over to the other. Hmm. Would you agree that that's kind of the consensus? Yes, I, I, would, like I would agree. That is consensus. didn't give him the due yes. that he deserves in rap. Well, let me just point, point a few things out. Yes, sure. MGK was not P. Diddy. MGK was not Jay-Z. MGK was not Tupac. He wasn't Biggie Smalls. He's not as big as a lot of these guys, right? But MGK by no means failed in the rap genre of music. MGK became a multi-millionaire from doing rap music. MGK was able to take rap music and turn that into other careers because of how successful he was in the rap field. He was able to get movies. He was able to go to another genre. MGK said at the beginning of his career, if you followed MGK early on like I did, he made reference to the fact that Blink-182 was one of his favorite bands. He was doing nothing but rap music and was being a hardcore dude out of fucking the shitty side of Cleveland, Ohio, and talking about how Blink-182 was one of his biggest inspirations. Mm-hmm. So right there, you've already got the understanding that he likes the pop punk music. He never shied away from that when he was doing rap. Um, he jumped on a song early on in like 2012, 2013 with a pop punk band uh, with Sirens. Oh, uh, what are they called? It was 2012, 2013. Sleeping with Sirens. Okay. I assume you've heard of Sleeping with Sirens being... I've heard of them, but I know nothing about Sleeping with Sirens. Okay. Well, in 2013, they got uh, MGK on a pop-punk song called Alone. 
Um, so I think that MGK always had an interest in doing the, the music that he's doing now, which, what would you call that, pop punk? Yes, definitely pop punk. He's always had an interest in the pop punk music. Um, I think <clears throat> as he became more popular with the rap and hip hop, um, that he had the freedom of being on the road and touring and doing shit that he wanted. While he was touring, he was teaching himself how to play the guitar on the bus. Mm-hmm. So he was constantly learning how to do other music and, and, for, and, and getting better at that genre of music. But just to keep going here, let me just point out this failure, <laughs> this failure in rap music. Okay. Um, he's got one, two, he's put out one, two, three, four, five, six albums, five albums. Okay. Um, his first album, Lace Up, went gold. His second album, General Admission, went gold. His third album, Bloom, went gold. <clears throat> His fourth album, Hotel Diablo, that's the one that he got in the skerfuffle with... Um, skerfuffle? Kerfuffle? <laughs> kerfuffle. With, with Eminem. Mm-hmm. I was going to say that he killed Eminem on his verse of Rap Devil and Rap God, mm-hmm. but I went back and listened to him the other day and read the lyrics as M- as Eminem, yes. M- Eminem's the best. Eminem destroyed him on that verse. Um, but it sucks that they're saying that that's what killed his rap career. <laughs> he did not go platinum or gold on Hotel Diablo. And then Tickets to My Downfall, his pop punk album, went platinum, gold, went everything. Yeah. So out of his one, two, three, four, five album, albums, three of them went gold and one of them went platinum. Uh, that's not failure in, in any shape or form. His singles, he's got a multi-platinum single, a gold single, a platinum single, a gold single, a platinum single, a platinum single, a gold single, a platinum is the, single. Uh, is the multi-platinum single the one with Camilio Caballo? Yes, Bad Things, Four Times Platinum. Um, one of his greatest rap songs, Till I Die, went platinum. Um, his first single out was really his second single, Wild Boy, went multi platinum. I'm, um, I'm a wild boy, is that how that goes? Yeah, 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 with your boy Waka Flocka Flame. Yeah, Waka Flocka, yeah. So, I'm a wild boy, my guy has gone platinum and gold his whole career. Yeah, and to say that he was a failure in rap is an absolute farce he was not a failure he's not done with rapping he will be back as a rapper are we sure about that part 100 percent. why would he go why would he go back to rap at this point because that's he's not because he's still a rapper okay why can't you do both genres of music uh, you, you can, you should be able to. You can do both genres. Um, but his his claim to fame now is definitely his pop punk career. He's he's touring amphitheaters as with this pop punk album, and he never came close to touring amphitheaters as MGK the rapper. Uh, he's actually playing in my town here on Sunday night, October second. No, that's on Saturday. He's playing Saturday night. It sold out instantly, which is just boggles my mind but sold out instantly so you can see ice cube on friday mgk on saturday if you wanted to it's a big weekend here in northwest arkansas uh, i don't really see him going back to rap ever 
Um, he's already announced the second album that's going to be pop punk with Travis Barker. I think he stays in that music genre if he, he, if he elects to stay in music. Uh, yes, it's called Born With Horns. Mm-hmm. They're working on it right now. Um, but, I mean, he said it himself that he's not done with rap. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see about that part. All right. Well, Doug, your arguments, I, uh, I think it's a solid argument. Gold is not failure. Anybody who has gold is not failing in life. Uh, he just never made it to the next level of fame as a rapper. Um, and I think that's why people say that Eminem murdered his career because once Eminem dropped the verses, uh, MGK then went to the pop punk world and he's just became a headliner level act in the pop punk world. I don't even think you'll have to you'll have to correct me here. I don't think he does any of his rap stuff on this tour of being a pop punker. Can you do you know the answer to that? Uh, I think if he does, it's very minimal because I. I feel like on his Instagram or Snapchat or somewhere that I follow him on social media. I also follow two of his band members, the drummer Rook and his producer. Um, how, many slash... people, how many people do you follow on the Instagram? Oh, I, a lot. Thousands. Do you, do you follow thousands or hundred? Are we in hundreds? Just hundreds. I don't know the answer to that, to be honest. Let me see if I can pull it up on my laptop. How did you get to follow the drummer whose name is Rook of Machine Gun Kelly? Well, because I've been following Machine Gun Kelly since 2011, 2012. I've got a picture with Rook whenever me and Shoki went to uh, see MGK open up for Tech 9 in Omaha. Wow. My girlfriend got me tickets. Me and Shoki went up there. I got a picture taken. I saw Rook walking through the crowd. I grabbed Rook and got a picture with him because I follow them. I follow MGK on social media ever since I've been following MGK and Rook. They called him Rook his first year on the band with him because he was hey, a hey, young guy. Rook. They called him Rookie. Rook, Rook. And they would prank him all of the time, which was fucked up. Some of the shit they did to Rook. But then I just started following Rook as well. Slim, his one of his producers slash best friends slash hype man slash organ piano player on tour uh, and writer and director. I follow him on Snapchat, Instagram as well. Slim. Slim, yes. If you see Slim, yeah, you got to get a pick with Slim. If you see Rook, you got it. Rook sure. is a fucking yeah. phenomenal drummer. I okay. I mean, shit. Uh, you got me there. Uh, can you now? Do you have a picture with MGK? I've got a picture of MGK in the merch booth, but I don't have a picture with MGK. Okay, so for this next cover, can we get the picture of you and Rook together as the cover of this pod? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay. So uh, one thing I did want to note, I'm going to I'm going to accept all of your MJK arguments. I don't know why Corey Taylor, if he was okay with doing a verse on the MGK album, would then trash MGK an article. That doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, and in the receipts he did share on Twitter, he wishes MGK luck. He thinks he's going to smash it. So I don't know why he went from that. 
to then trashing on GK in an article. So I disagree with that. But I do think that the uh, – and I hate that feedback. Hold on. Just give me one moment because i got to work through this feedback. Um, the insult of MGK of Slipknot was really stupid. <laughs> it was like the, the Corey Taylor insult was a pretty good dagger. Trying to insult 50-year-olds wearing masks when they're headlining the festival that he's at with the style and fashion that MGK has as a 30-some-year-old, to me, is just a ridiculous insult. So I think Corey Taylor did the better part of taking the high road, just putting the receipts that MGK actually states. He loves uh, what Corey Taylor um, did for the album. Uh, he found it to be an honor and a privilege just for Corey Taylor to be on the album in the first place. He, Corey, But MGK had some changes that he wanted to make after listening to Corey Taylor that Corey Taylor just didn't approve of and decided to pass on the offer. And then even after Corey uh, printed those receipts, tweeted those receipts, MGK still came back with the same insult, even though he's already in the receipts. I, I thought that was lame as well. So poor on MGK there. I don't approve of that. There we go. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm, I was trying to figure out whether or not I agreed or disagree with you, and I guess I'm, I can agree with you. I don't think MGK's insults back were, were good at all. <clears throat> yeah, I think whenever he said in the rap, uh, rap devil, uh, your beard is weird. Um, <laughs> I mean, yes, it, that's a true statement. It's not a very strong diss, but let's admit it. That beard is real fucking weird on, on Eminem. <laughs> It doesn't look good. It looks like it's painted on. It looks fake half the time. It looks, it looks like the Hulk Hogan uh, beard from when yes! he was in NWO. <laughs> yes! It looks exactly like Hulk Hogan in MWO. I couldn't agree with you more. So the beard is, in fact, weird. It's just a <laughs> shitty fucking diss. It's just your beard's weird. Oh, yeah? You're Dumbo. <laughs> You're a stupid face. You yeah. smell funny. You know what I mean? It's just... It's, have you, you have you followed have you followed any of like the memes that are out there of MGK Slipknot beef? Like, have you seen the one where Slipknot uh, MGK is wearing like all pink and he has a pink coat uh, hanging over his shoulder? He's holding it with two fingers, like a cool guy would do, um, and he's he, he has like his his fingernails painted, and it says, "I want to speak to the manager of Slipknot, please," uh, stating that he's like a he looks like a Karen in that particular picture. I enjoyed that part, particular one. So there's some pretty good memes out there. It's a silly beef. Hopefully MGK moves on, but he, knowing MGK, he may make a post uh, a pop punk song and release it within the next week to ten days, insulting Slipknot further uh, with the wearing of the mask. <clears throat> I think if he was going to do a diss song against MG against Slipknot, it'd probably be in the rap form. I don't think you can do much of a diss song in pop, pop punk, um, but <laughs> maybe you can. I don't know. It's that's it. That's all I wanted to say about MGK. I just don't like the fact that Shilk Dog and you both made it sound like he was a failure in his rap career when he wasn't, just because he didn't make it to the realms of, of touring and amphitheaters and stadiums doesn't mean he was a failure he was a part of many uh great songs with many other artists uh, like i said he was uh he worth multi-millions from it and was golden platinum his whole time around and again i'll bet you i'll bet you upwards to 17 dollars and 82 cents um that within the next three years he comes out with a rap album within the next three years yeah yeah, he's not gonna do. I don't. I don't think he's gonna do that. Yeah, seventeen dollars and eighty two cents. Let's do that. Let's make that bet. All right. Damn it, it's a bet. 
<laughs> Could can we remember this? Yeah, he, MJK just went after the wrong band. I I like MJK, but you can't you can't come after the King. Right? I no, what, I know. I forgot what movie that's from. What movie is that quote from? I didn't say it right. I think there's more to the quote. Uh, I only used half of it, but he went after the wrong band. Yeah, going after Slipknot when you're touring fucking festivals with Slipknot, mm-hmm. not a good move. Yeah, and there's a the headliner. Good... Why are you dissing the headliner? You're not the headliner. Bow to your headliner. MGK's he's got to know better than that. I what is what's the difference? He's not a headliner, but he's playing a fucking side stage at the same time as a headliner. Yeah, he's playing. He's playing a side stage. He's just he's the he's the headliner of his stage, but Slipknot was the overall headliners. So Slipknot at, at this Riot Fest in Chicago. This is where all this took place. Slipknot is probably playing in front of. You know, thirty to forty thousand, while MGK is over on another stage, probably playing in front of ten or fifteen thousand, which is fine. But your MGK's goal is to be what Slipknot is being, and so just the insult doesn't make any fucking sense to me. I agree. Let's move off of MGK. Um, yeah, we went long on MGK. Yeah, twenty-eight minutes. I didn't plan that at all. <laughs> well, I mean, it's good that we both came to the conclusion that MGK was, in fact, a rap sensation. <laughs> no, not a, he was not a sensation. He was an okay, he had an okay career as a rapper. Sensation? No. MGK was a rap sensation and he had a strong rap career that is not over yet. He had a strong rap career. A good rap to career. a good to pretty good rap career. That is correct. Now, speaking of people who had a good career and no longer have a good career. R. Kelly was found guilty on oh a lot of his charges. <laughs> All of the charges. I don't know what the charge. There was nine charges, I believe, that I saw he was guilty on. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, R. Kelly was found guilty. Um, mm-hmm. I saw a fucking clip. Two things that fascinate me about this R. Kelly thing. Um, if you've seen the R. Kelly documentary from the past, I don't remember what it's called, but it was like a four-parter. Um, a it was fucking crazy where it told everything that he did and it had the women that he had brought into his sex cult slavery thing he had going on. Um, talking about all the shit that he did. Uh, there is a, I saw a clip and I watched the YouTube video. I went and watched it. R Kelly's on tour in Ethiopia. <laughs> um, who knows when this was, I don't know when this was probably in the, Actually, I've got it right here. Does it say when this was? The video is from January 2nd, 2011. So is this from 2000? He was in Ethiopia. And before he did one of his songs, he starts starts off and he says, uh, before I came to Ethiopia, I'm real. Basically, he's just like, I'm real sad right now. I'm not doing well. I'm sad. Me and my girlfriend broke up just before I came out here. So I'm looking for a new girl. And he starts singing. Let me. Oh my God! Do you have you know what I'm talking about? At no, all? no clue. No. He clue. starts recruiting for women in Ethiopia on stage, singing out of tune. Um. He's he sings. Do you have your passport? Have you got your shots? <laughs> Will you come? Do you want to come to America? It's like, have you got your passport? Have you got your shots? I'm going to play it for you right now. It's absolutely in. Let's see if it, if I've got it queued up. Oh, it's fucking great. 
But my point is, this son of a bitch had no shame. I mean, he's just on stage recruiting young girls. Oh, you gotta be single. Did you see, while I'm queuing this up, did you see what, uh, let me go back. Did you see what Bill Cosby said? Yeah, that's the article that pulled it up for me. <laughs> Bill Cosby <laughs> said that R. Kelly was railroaded. <laughs> Bill Cosby, shut your fucking mouth, you guilty <laughs> son of a bitch. You were found guilty. You got lucky after a few years. You got let out of prison on a fucking technicality. You guilty old pervert son of a bitch. <laughs> and you want to stick up for fucking... Shut up, Bill. Uh-huh. Been yeah. You are yeah. free. Just end, finish your old life with mm. your fucking wife in the comfort of your richness and just be thankful that your old ass isn't going to die in prison. And you want to turn around and say, R. Kelly got railroaded? <laughs> First of all, uh-huh. I don't even know what railroaded means. What does it mean when somebody got railroaded? I think in in legal terms, it means he was wrongly accused and convicted, I believe is what that means. Uh, As uh, I think it probably means that Bill Cosby is trying to say that due to R. Kelly's stature and race, he was wrongly accused and and convicted of these crimes. Oh, man. It's... I just... Ah, uh, just keep your fucking mouth shut, man. Just stay quiet. I can't believe Bill Cosby said that shit. Yeah, Here we he's go. In his, he's in his mid eighties. I don't think Bill Cosby needs to give us any words. That's like OJ Simpson letting us know about murder trials. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Here we go. Here we go. R. Kelly singing in Ethiopia, requesting. Asking the ladies if they've got their passport, if they've had their shots. I would like to get to know you. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Are you ready? Here we go. Here we go. Are you ready? Here we go. Okay. Here we go. He's still talking. Here we go. He's gonna. Oh, here we go. Let me think. Let me think. Can you hear it? Mm-hmm. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Get ready. Good. This is this is R. Kelly in Ethiopia. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. You have your passport. Did you get your shots? Girl, would you like to come back with drops to America? America. Do you have a passport? Did you get your shoes? Girl, would you like to come back with rocks to America? America. 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 Do you have your passport? Did you get your shoes? America. America. Yeah. Can you hear how shitty it is? Yeah, uh, in several different ways. Yes, I can hear how I mean, shitty it is. No, no, come on, it's not even in key. You're all pitchy, R. Kelly. You're not going to get any Ethiopia women singing like that. 
That's fucking oh. crazy. Even you got the background ladies in the back going, America. <laughs> like, was this planned? Did they know Robin? Did he do this in every tour stop? Did they know that are they just that good? His background band is just like fucking, let's just roll with it. I don't know. The, the band just looks at each other, they get some cues. They're like, all right, let's go, let's go. Here we go, here we go. America. I mean, the, the lyrics were pretty simple. Do you have your passport? Have you got your shots? Do you want to come? I think he was saying Rob or Rob. Yeah. Do you want yeah. to come back with Rob? Do you want to come back with Rob? To America. To America. That's a great American tune right there. That should be. <laughs> I have to hear that. Fourth of July type time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a great, well, I'll, I'll yeah. send you a link. Yeah. There. America. Yeah. That's a crazy, crazy, wild story. Yeah. Fucking, that's fucking. Uh, then they and they've been showing snippets of whenever he did that interview with Gail King, um, right before he went to jail, and he was just basically standing up, crying, throwing his fists around, how he's fighting for his life, <laughs> um, how he's innocent and he's fighting for his life. Uh, just after the documentary came out, that really proved how fucking guilty he was. Uh-huh. <laughs> he turns around. Uh-huh. Oh, I love it. I think it's fucking great. Throw away the key, lock him up. And fucking just for that Bill Cosby comment, just put Bill, but just Bill's got to go back to. <laughs> they need to just take, after Bill said that dumb shit, you just got to go grab him, put him. If you like R. Kelly so much, we'll put you guys in the same cell yeah. and let you get railroaded together. Absolutely ridiculous. Bill's just happy to be out. He's just, he just wants to give us two cents, wants to be, uh, make sure he still remains in the news. So here, here, yeah, Bill. Somebody, you you would have. I don't. I don't know if Bill has a team anymore. I see he has a lawyer, but I don't think Bill's really taking any advice at this point. <laughs> at his age, he doesn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. He thinks you know, and the fact that he just got out, you really got to think I'm above the law, kind of shit. Sure, absolutely. He won. I'm, I'm invincible. Mm-hmm. I was found guilty, and after serving three years, I'm out. Yep. Fucking R. Kelly got railroaded and let my let my boy free. Mm-hmm. That's uh, 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 that's good stuff. I don't have a good segue into my next topic, <laughs> but I do have another topic. Um, we had spoke about, and maybe we hadn't spoke about it. <clears throat> I'm getting fed up. My, I think I've made it clear that my mom has got an unhealthy uh, love from McDonald's. Yes, yes, yes. And, I made that clear. If my mother could eat McDonald's every day for the rest of her life, that would make her one of the happiest people on earth. Hmm. Um, and because of her extreme love for McDonald's, like she is an 11-year-old child, um, I have to go there quite a bit. And I've now changed McDonald's to Whack Donald's. Whack Donald's. And, and Whack Donald's, the location. I'm just a glutton for punishment as far as going to sticking with locations that fail. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like with Sackgate, I go to the same grocery store that keeps letting me down, yeah. even though no, they let me down. I go to the same McDonald's on 48th and <laughs> R Street by my. It's because it's by my house. Sure. And unfortunately, that McDonald's is understaffed, just like everybody else in this great country of ours uh-huh. um, is understaffed. Their lines are fucking outrageously long, um, and it just don't. How come all these restaurants that are failing with lines, how come they don't take up 
the Chick-fil-A fucking standard? That's a good question. Why can't every restaurant that suffers lines and slowness, instead of just saying, can you pull around to the side for us, which I will re- I refuse to do. The other day I'm at McDonald's. I'm in the goddamn line for 20 minutes. The kid first, I finally get up to the win- window and the, or to the menu, and the kid's like, can I take your order? I give him my order. Nothing pops up on the menu that says what I ordered. There's no response to anything that I said. And I order slowly and concisely and clearly so that there's no question of what's happening. few seconds later, kid comes back on and says, can I take your order? <laughs> it's like, I just told you my order. And I gave it to him again. Nothing. Nothing pops up on the screen. No, no re- repeating of my order. No pull up. Nothing. So I'm sitting there. And then a girl comes on like a minute later and asks if I can take, if she, can I take your order? Oh boy. And I chuckled, but my chuckle was clearly an angry chuckle. <laughs> and I says, I've already placed my order two times and nobody's saying She goes, oh, book, can I take your order? And I'm like, you cheerful fucking, yes, you can. So she takes, I give her my order. Nothing pops up on the on the screen. She doesn't confirm anything. And I'm like, hello? Did you get that? And she's like, yeah, you can pull around. I was like, no, 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 I'm not pulling anywhere. I was like, what did I order? Can you at least read back what I ordered? She reads back like two items. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it. That's good enough. I pull around. It takes forever. By the time I get to the window, which I swear to God was 15, 20 minutes, could have been a half hour. It may be up to 45 minutes to an hour. I don't. I was there a long time. I feel like I was there. It could have been two hours. <laughs> I, was there. I was there so long. I get to the window, and dude's like, we don't have the, the chocolate chip cookies aren't ready yet. Can you pull around to the front, to the side over there? And I laughed at him and looked at him and said, absolutely not. Mm. I will not be pulling around anywhere. I said, why did I sit in this line for 20 minutes? I watched five cars in front of me never pull up to the front, sat there forever waiting for their food. Yet you're asking me all of a sudden to pull around front. I was like, are you joking? Mm -hmm. It's like, no, I just don't have your cookies. I said, how come none of these other cars have been pulling around? (laughs) I was like, no, I'm not going anywhere. Give me something else or I'll just wait here. And he's like, you want another apple fritter? My mom gets an apple fritter and chocolate chip cookies with her hamburger and french fries. So, anyways, I just, I think, I don't, Chick-fil-A can do it. Chick-fil-A's <laughs> got 400 cars in their fucking drive through at all times. Uh-huh. There's never a time of the day that I drive through Chick-fil-A, except for Sunday, that that drive through is not slam fucking packed. Uh-huh. Nobody ever complains. People get in that line willingly. Yeah. Nobody says, I've never heard a human being in my life complain about being in a Chick-fil-A line. It's because it's an efficient process. They keep you moving. Uh, you don't have to pull up. It's just it's just really efficient. And so even though you see 30 to 40 cars in line, you know it's probably going to take 15 minutes tops to get through the entire thing. You're fine with it. Go ahead and do it. They just they know the process. They understand how it works. And why other restaurants haven't started following their lead, I do not understand. It's not like Chick-fil-A has like a trademark on their line situation. I think anybody can copy it. And I don't know why it hasn't happened. The best I can come up with is staffing. If you go through a Chick-fil-A, there's what, 
18 people in the drive-thru line to take your order. Yeah. And then you pull up to the actual window and there's another 46 people inside the restaurant yeah. um, cooking and serving. Um, and they manage to have a smile and cheerful and almost an exuberance that I find to be annoying um, at Chick. That's why I don't go to Chick-fil-A because they're too goddamn happy. I don't think it's, I, I can't, I can't handle the happiness. I won't go to Chick-fil-A because I don't like the fact that I'm getting greeted by some cheerful son of a bitch before I even get to the window. I don't know what's on the menu. I don't go to Chick-fil-A very often. I don't want to be helped by some dude standing there. I want to peruse the menu for a little bit. But they have a menu some... for you. They'll, they'll just hand, the Chick-fil-A people, they'll hand you the menu. But then I do they really? Yes. That's why they're so goddamn efficient. Yeah. They have a menu but... with them. The first person you greet has a menu on their iPad or whatever it's called. And they'll say, can I take your order? And I'll, you know, you'd be like, can I look at the menu? They'll hand you the menu and they'll find something else to do for a couple of minutes if they have to, or they'll sit, sit there and wait for you. They'll take your order once you've t- looked at the menu and then you go on your way. They're standing over you, judging you. They're standing there just looking at you, making you feel all rushed. They're putting pressure on you. They're probably giving you suggestions. They're probably looking inside your vehicle to see whether it's clean or dirty. They're just, I don't like it. I don't need you standing hovering. Don't be hovering over me while I'm trying to figure out what I want to eat. Don't be hovering. Yeah, I don't know about any of that. I think the only real knock on Chick-fil-A is their stance on anti-LGBTQ or, yeah, that, that those initials. That's really their only flaw, and that's a pretty major flaw. But other than that, the workers seem to be really happy working there. I'm guessing they're getting paid well to work there, which makes them happy, and they don't have to work on Sundays. I've never had a real poor experience at Chick-fil-A. I did go there recently, and I did sit through two songs without moving, which is very, very rare. And then when I got up to the window, they didn't have one of my items I wanted, uh, which is also very rare. So I had two double – I had two knocks. On my last experience there, but they, you know, I I went on my merry way anyway. Wow, that's yeah. unheard of. Yeah, I think that's the problem. I think the fact is they, well, two reasons. A, they don't put the, the other restaurants such as McDonald's. They think they've got a far superior method, um, and but they just don't have the employees. They can't they can't keep it staffed. There's no way any other fast food restaurant can get the appropriate amount of employees needed to run a successful drive-thru like uh, Chick-fil-A. Well, White Donald's here in Northwest Arkansas, and I don't know if it's nationwide or not, but they're they're offering like a sign-on bonus if you go work with McDonald's. Um, I was going to say it was $3,000, but that sounds too much. So it's probably $300 uh, for a sign-on bonus. Um, so, I, saw some, know, they're trying. I, don't, I don't know what they're doing here. I'm, I, they should be. I know a lot of people are doing sign-on bonuses, which – um, I read a uh, short little article about people that work for companies that are that are offering sign-on bonuses that already work. I think mm-hmm. one of them was like the prison system. Like, I think the the prison here in town is offering like ten, fifteen thousand dollar bonus um, for for working at the prison. Yeah. But the people that are already employed are like, well, what about us? Yeah. Like, we're we've been I've worked here for three years at fucking. 16 hour shifts a day because we're understaffed and this new guy's coming in making $15,000 bonus and I'm not getting shit other than my hourly wage. Um, so I think that's, I hope what I'm getting at is I hope that these <laughs> people that already have jobs 
that are working for a company that's giving a bonus that they're giving the already employed people a taste of a bonus as well. I agree. Because otherwise, and, I and hopefully, hopefully they are. Yeah, hopefully they are. Uh, speaking well, of jobs, uh, Doug, uh, in lines, I got a new job and I am in my final week at my current job. So that's an exciting news. Boy, well, look at that. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty pumped. One of my buddies, uh, yeah, thank you. One of my buddies knew of my hatred of having a new schedule at my current work every six months, and he, he hooked me up. He, he told me he had a position in his department, and I went through the process. It was a long process, uh, but I got the job to start on October 11th. I do have to go back into the office, uh, which I'm kind of scared about, but uh, I'll be okay. I, I'm sad to have to leave the work from home life, uh, but I'm excited to have a new role. So here we go. Here we go. All right. Congratulations. Yeah. Can we get any more information on what this job is? Uh, it's working for one of the uh, Fortune 500 companies up here in Northwest Arkansas as uh, pro- procurement, I believe is the name. I don't know what procurement really means, but basically I'm going to be helping out uh, clients and truckers uh, find loads to get to a, a point A to point B. And then you have to negotiate some pricing uh, to make sure that everybody's happy. And you don't know what procurement means? I don't. I don't currently know the definition of procurement. Do you have a guess of what to procure something? Do you know what it means to? Pro- I do. This is okay. a word that I do. I am familiar with. Um, I use this in my vocabulary on, on occasion to procure something. Well, so if I if I understand, uh, you know, the job, which I think I do, uh, you're, you're having to get a driver for a particular customer um, and you have to negotiate prices with the driver. So you're trying to, the procure certainly has something to do with that particular part. So you're trying to uh, like get a deal uh, for a driver uh, through some effort. That's where everybody's happy. That's, that's kind of my guess. Uh, You know, the company's happy, the driver's happy, the client's happy. uh, So you're trying to procure a deal uh, to where the most efficient manner to get from point A to point B with the right price uh, for everybody involved. Is that close? Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense to me. Okay. Well, then that's what that's, that's what that's what I'm going for. It, it, what's the definition of procure in your head, or that you know of? To to obtain. Okay. Okay. To like I I'll say I procured a twelve pack. I procured a, I I always use procure with alcohol for some reason. That's strange. Uh, it does mean to obtain, especially with care or effort. There you go. That Look close. at that. Look yeah, at that. Yeah. Well, we've got 50 minutes. I've got several more things we can talk about. I have not talked to the host of our new game show today. He was prepared last night um, to play our new game. Yeah, we we'll, can... We'll have to try to figure out tonight because my lunch is about up. And I got to tell you, Douglas, I don't know if I can make it through this two weeks notice. It's going to be a challenge. It's going to be very difficult. It's going to be hard. Do you have have time that you can take? No, not really. Not really. Are you going to give them the full two weeks notice? I've I've already given the notice. Are you going to follow through? That's that's the question, Douglas. I've had, I've found in the past that uh, I was not capable of doing my following through on my two weeks notice. 
the only time I actually followed through with a two weeks notice was whenever I uh, resigned from Influent IT, ITC PCCW. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave my two weeks notice and I worked my two weeks notice and I worked that two weeks notice quite diligently, I think. Um, but that's because Doug was our boss, a friend of ours uh, mm-hmm. slash boss uh, who I respected. So I gave him my notice and worked my notice, but everywhere else. I give it two weeks notice and it didn't two weeks didn't I didn't make it. It's yeah, too it's, difficult. Once you've given that notice and you've got something else lined up, mm-hmm. it's really fucking hard. Yeah. Well, I mean, good luck. On, on top of just not really enjoying my newest promotion with this job, you know, I would like a little bit of time off uh, before I just jump into the new job. And right now uh, my current job is going to be ending next Friday and my new job begins monday so it's just like i mean i'm I'm just gonna end this job and immediately start my new job when i hate this current job so i don't, I don't know Whew, i'm, str- I'm struggling it's a struggle it's a struggle has that been discussed with the missus she says i should follow through with the two weeks she did yeah she did well, what's her reasoning uh, she thinks it's the, the polite professional thing to do. Um, if I ever, she's, she says part of it is if you ever want to get a job with this company again. But my argument is when have I ever gone back and worked with a company I quit? Like, I don't expect to ever go back to this company ever again. I realize that shit happens, uh, but I just, I don't see any reason why I'd go back to this particular uh, company to work anymore. Well, I I agree. I agree with what she's saying, and that is the only reason to follow through. But unfortunately, I think that your argument holds a little more weight, and I agree with you more than I agree with the missus, and, and I will give you my official opinion on the matter. You need to fucking drop that job and enjoy a few days other than just the weekend. If you could give yourself a whole week beforehand, I think that would be ideal. What I'm saying is two weeks needs to turn to one week. Yeah. You gave it. It's already, it's already been, it's already been one week. So I gave it to them last Friday. Uh, Nobody's acknowledged it by the way. So I don't know if anybody actually uh, accept, I don't know if they accepted it, uh, but nobody talked talked to me about it. So who knows what's going on there. So you sent, I'm assuming you sent an email to a direct superior. To yeah, my direct superior and my direct superior superior. So you sent it to two different people one week ago tomorrow, mm-hmm. and not one fucking person has responded to that. No, and we even had a team meeting. And in the team meeting, my direct superior superior gave a pretty lengthy speech about how important it is that she wants everybody to stay on the team. Um, and but it it was not nothing about me was brought up, and so I I don't know I don't know. But it was sent. I think you should follow up. I think you should send another email before the day's over today to those two people again, indicating just as a re I just wanted to reiterate that I did <laughs> put in a two weeks notice last Friday. Um, unfortunately, due to some circumstances that I can't control, I will have to make today, which would be tomorrow. So you can either say tomorrow or today, my last day. I sent in a two weeks notice a week ago Friday, or you send it tomorrow during the day. Um, And if you send it today, you say, unfortunately, I will not be able to fulfill the second week of that notice. I will be terminating my employment as of today or tomorrow. That's good thinking. That's what I I like it. 
That's of, what I would do. One of the issues with them not acknowledging me is that uh, the, the hours are so weird with this place. So on a 40-hour work week, I probably work the same hours. I probably work six of the same hours that my manager does. Six out of 40. It was a week ago. Yeah. Well, that's, I, why I that's get, but, fine. If you if you didn't get a response on the day of or the day after, fine. I no, just the same day. There's definitely no excuse that within a two day window they didn't respond to that. That's sorry to hear that. Good luck on your endeavors. Thanks for the two weeks heads up. Uh, something. It's, yeah, there's got to be something. Okay, well, once again. As we wrap up this podcast, this part of it, we will still get together before I publish this, obviously. Do you have any time tonight for 10, 15 minutes? Yeah, yeah. So I'm off at 7.15 if I make it that far. And then after that, uh, I don't know who's in charge of getting the baby to bed. It may be me. So I would say probably if we can shoot for 8.30, I think we can make it happen. Perfect. Let's regroup this evening for the new game show. I've got to go to the chiropractor here in an hour, so I'm looking forward to that. Good luck. And uh, we'll finish this thing off. But definitely, I think you should follow up. Okay. Follow up email and let them know that the next week's not going to happen. And then just end it. Suck it. (laughs) Okay. Sounds good. I probably won't do that last part for the, the rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's crucial. That's probably one of the most important parts of it. You just got to end it. Suck it. Suck it. Okay. Okay. Suck it. Got it. Yeah. Are you going to do any of that? We'll, we'll see how the rest of the afternoon goes. Uh, <laughs> I, it, it's been it's been difficult. Uh, it's real difficult. I can't tell you. You probably know since you've been through this before. It's real difficult knowing that I'm this particular job is over i'm beginning a new career what the hell is keeping me here for two weeks when i can just not not work and be okay with life and get some rest and hang out so we'll see i'll keep you updated and that leads us to The Definition with Dummies edition. Welcome to the greatest, what's going to be the greatest game show ever, topping DOA, Definitions with Dummies. I am your host, Mike. This is going to be awesome. It's going to be great. It's going to be the newest sensation to sweep the nation. I'm with my dummies. Mike, Mike. I call myself a dummy. Uh, Will and Doug. Um, How this is going to work out, folks, is I am going to give a word, and each of these guys are going to try to give me the definition of the word. Yeah, it's going to be comical. It's going to be great. I can't wait to see how it happens. Gentlemen, now that you know the rules or what we're going to do, are you ready for definitions with dummies? Yes. Do you have any questions? No, I mean, do we, regarding, regarding the word. Like, what can Doug and I do once you've told us the word? 
You can well, ask me to use it in a sentence. Okay. You can ask me to spell it. Okay. And that would be about it. <clears throat> All right. That's sentence and spell it. Okay, did you write that down? Did you just have to write that down, Will? No, I don't have a writing utensil oh. with me. Okay. I'm ready. Okay, let's go. Okay. All right. So the first word is ad nauseum. <laughs> I know that one. Okay. Who now, would like to go? What? Here's the, here's another question. So, for instance, uh-huh. I know what ad nauseum is. At least I think I do. <laughs> we obviously That's... can't use the same word because if I go first and I give the definition of what I think it is after I just said I know that word, what's well, real? It's, it's up to me. Well, I mean that's that's strategy. Yeah, that's strategy. You know, <laughs> I, mean, I mean you you shouldn't you shouldn't have let that out there that you knew that word. Well, yeah. Now that <laughs> now that we just said all that, you're right. I shouldn't have said that. But let me say, I mean, I'm not real confident. He knows the answer. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> history shows, and uh, from how you've used words on your podcast before, you really don't know half of what you're talking about. No, All right, maybe not half, maybe thirty-five percent. Yeah, right. I mean, I can't argue with that. I can't yeah. argue with that. All right, well, William, why don't you go first then with ad nauseum? Ad nauseum, I think. You know what? I would like to. I would like to uh, use it. I would like for you to use it in a sentence. Okay. Huh. <laughs> uh, you didn't already have sentences ready? Nope. I figured that would have been part of the game. <laughs> I have been bored ad nauseum by his speeches. Ad nauseum. Uh, I have been bored ad nauseum by his speeches. Um, all the time or frequently, ad nauseum. That's your final answer? Yes. Mr. Murray. Um, can you use it in a sentence again, please? I have been bored ad nauseum by his speeches. Now, are you in charge of making up a sentence, or do you look up a sentence for ad nauseum? Oh, no, I looked up a sentence. Okay, sounds good. I think ad nauseum means um, with an abundance or a lot. Okay, well, uh, that's kind of what I said, though. Yeah, that's kind of what you said, and you're you're both wrong. (laughs) Ad nauseum is to a sickening or disgusting degree. Oh, that's right. God damn it. I knew that. I told you I knew that. Yeah, you sure did. It was evident by your response. (laughs) Shit. So we should have took the the nausea, meaning nauseous. Yeah, there you go. You're going to have to think on this one, guys. Uh, I mean, just to let you know, that is a high school level word. Just to let you know, I graduated high school in 1993. Yep. 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 What's that oh, mean? You're, old, you're older and wiser, and your vocabulary has grown since high school, yep. right? Yep. 
Damn it. That's exactly what that should mean, isn't it? God. <laughs> All right. Are we ready? Yes. For word yeah. number two. Let's go. Here we go. On definitions with dummies. <laughs> the word is banal. Would you like me would you like me to spell that? Yes, uh, please. Yeah. B as in boy, A as in apple, N as in Nancy, A as in apple, L as in love. Banal. So I'm not going to say I'm not going to be confident like Doug and say I know any of these words. Well, no, yeah, that's because that's strategy. I don't. You can't do it. Um, can you can you use banal in a sentence, please? Uh, yes, a banal and sophomoric treatment of courage. A banal and sophomoric thing of courage. Let's banal. go with this way. Let's go with this way. The song sounded rather banal. Uh, boring. Banal. Boring. Final answer? Final answer. Mr. Murray. Are you with us? Yeah, I'm with you, but I basically have the same, like, lacklusters when I came to mind. Um, banal... What was the second sentence you said? The song sounded rather banal. He said boring. I'm basically going to say something the same as boring, but with a different okay. banal. I think it's okay to use the same definition, Doug. Unless we both get it wrong, then it's not okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's, I think it's lacking. It's, bang, it's, it's boring. It's lacking. It's It's... Dull. Okay. Okay. Final answer. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, well, the official definition is devoid of freshness or originality, hackneyed mm. or trite. So basically boring, dull. I mean, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. I don't know if we got it right based off of that. Devoid of freshness or originality? Isn't, isn't I mean, being boring. devoid of freshness is the same as boring? I don't. I think. <laughs> I think dull. I think dull. I said dull. He didn't say dull. I think dull. <laughs> dull sounds a lot more like what banal is than boring. I added dull. Okay. okay well, let's it. look at. Let's look at some cinnamons. Let's look at some cinnamons. I like it. Some cinnamons. Synonym meaning the same as. Yep, bland, corny, dumb, mundane, stupid, dull as dishwater. Boom. Blah, flat, old hat, ordinary. It does not have boring listed. All right, well, you're the judge. You make the call. Yeah, I guess I'm going to have to give it to uh, Doug. Now Sorry, is man. Doug is Doug allowed to use like six different words for his definition? Well, I think uh, after that that freebie that I just gave him, no. <laughs> what a definition is definitely more than one word. Can be it, sometimes. Yeah, it can be. Yes, that's true. I was just joking because you you agreed with me on boring, but then you also said uh, lackluster and dull. So I just 
If I can throw well, out, like, if I can, if I can throw out like seven or eight words, then I'm all for it. I think if there's, I think. Well, listen, I'm not the host. <laughs> oh, I'm open to suggestions. I think that this is going to work in progress here. You know, it is definitely. Absolutely, I think that if you give, because yeah, I think saying I. And by the way, I only gave three words there. I think yeah, I only said black I, I more than I, dull. I exaggerated. Um, I listen. I obviously I'm going to give more than one word for my definition. Okay. okay. We'll say. Whoa! Holy! Holy! Good grief! Doug, are you here? I did not hear anything. There's nothing going on on my end. Okay, it's on our end. Um, I think we will allow three words. Okay. All right, let's move on. Fair, fair enough. Okay. Are, are we doing word. a three oh, words per game? Just to let you know, right? that that was a middle school level word. <laughs> I tell you what I'm not liking about this game. Is yeah, the I, don't, I, I don't think we need that last part. Level <laughs> of what it is for the dummies. Mm. <laughs> well, I don't think we need well, that one part. Isn't it bad enough that you're already? It's already called dummies, and my dummies <laughs> are Doug and Will. And now you got to hammer in dummies by saying, "By the way, that is an elementary word." Well, I think, you know. I think you should keep doing it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I almost feel like you should say, um, "And next up, we have an elementary word." <laughs> then okay. Next we up, we have a, yeah, yeah. All right. So this word is a middle school level. Oh, shit. <laughs> and uh, the word is the word is cutaneous. Cutaneous. <laughs> you got the lady pronounce it. That's fucking great. What is it again? Cutaneous. Oh, hold on. Cutaneous. Cutaneous. Spell it. C U T A N E O U S. Cutaneous. 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 Mr. Murray, you go first because you won that round. Oh, shit. Um, I definitely need you to use the word cutaneous in a sentence, please. Boy, you would do that. Oh, let's see. Cutaneous. <laughs> I got to think here. Cutaneous. 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 The initial. See, that gives it away. I can't do that. Um, <laughs> uh, here we go. Petroleum has long been known as a source of light and heat, while the use of crude oil for the treatment of wounds and cutaneous affectations as a lubricant was even more general to the and led to the raw material being an article of commerce that was stole earlier days. Was that a sentence or a goddamn scientific study? Uh, it's the basis of my thesis paper. <laughs> Yeah, there's right, a lot more go. words I'm going to need you to use in a sentence. <laughs> if you right, here, 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 here's another one. Thank you. <laughs> a total of seven animals died, and a farmer developed cu- cutaneous anthrax 
after a pre-existing oh, lesion oh. came in contact with infected animal's blood. <laughs> oh, boy. <Good> <laughs> okay, that, say, that, say that again. Say that sentence again, please. Yes. A total of seven animals died, and a farmer developed cutaneous anthrax after a pre-existing lesion came in contact with an infected animal's blood. So the, this happened to the the farmer. The farmer got a cutaneous anthrax after he came in contact with a lesion from an ant. So it's some sort of skin ailment, cutaneous. It is a it's an adjective. It's a it's a. Uh, What's an adjective? A descriptive <laughs> word? <Yes. laughs> cutaneous is a cutaneous. Cutaneous is a pus-filled boil. <laughs> Final answer. A, a cutaneous is a is a is a. Uh, is is a is some sort of ailment that involves a lot of pus <laughs> and goop and grossness. <laughs> okay, final answer. Will man, I have no idea. Like I even need the spelling bee of like how to break down the word so I can figure out what it can possibly mean. But the only word I'm getting is either cut or cute. And it could be acute, but I don't know what acute means. Uh, I think that's an angle, or it could be sharp, but it could be a cut. Uh, so um, I'm going to go with a uh, a sharp cut as my definition for cutaneous. Well, you're both wrong. Damn it. Murray kind of hit on it right away when he said something to do with the skin. And if you would have stuck with that, he would have got it. Cutaneous is an adjective meaning of, relating to, or affecting the skin. So if I would have just said it has something to do with the skin? Yep. I could have got it right there? Yep. Damn it. That seemed too general. You should have went with your gut. What was the definition again? Of, relating to, or affecting the skin. Cutaneous. Okay. Yeah. So uh, after the three words that were not above a high school level, (laughs) two of them being uh, middle school words, um, Murray leads one to nothing. I feel like this is going to be a very low scoring. uh, Yeah. And now the first word, the first word that he said, which was ad nauseum, is that a word that you'd heard before, William? Oh, yeah. People use ad nauseum all the time. Right. Okay, good. That's a word that's uh, very common in my life. I've heard it ad nauseum. Cool. Good usage. (laughs) But uh, cutaneous, I've never heard that word that I know of. And you supposedly learned it in middle school. Yeah. I have heard of the word banal before. Um, but cutaneous, no. that's that's a word I don't know. That's, yeah, no good on that one. 
I missed that. Wow. I missed that in middle school. That was tough. That was tough. I hate to start out with a zero. Yeah. I hate to start out with a zero. Yeah. I don't have any uh, wonderful words of advice for uh, our listeners. No. Because, um, yeah. I mean, I was just dumbfounded by um, the smartness of dictionary.com, <laughs> where we get these words. Okay. I spent entirely way too much time picking out words. <laughs> well, we appreciate it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That was fun. <laughs> was that was really? fun. I think it'll get better as the as we get along throughout the weeks and we kind yeah. of nail down how to play the game. I've, I'm, I'm excited and I'm happy for the future of this game, but it's a little embarrassing. Uh, a little embarrassing. Yeah. What's the, name well, of, what's the name of the show again? The name of the show, folks, again, just keep it tuned for your next episode, is Definitions with Dummies. Yes. And uh, each week we will pick three words. We went A, B, and C today. Stay tuned for next week for D, E, and F. Oh, wow. I like it. Oh, Oh, you're getting I'm going to study D and F in the dictionary, Will. You're going down, sucker. <laughs> uh, Excellent, folks. Until next week, spay and neuter your pets and dogs and your kids and whatever else you need to do. Be safe. Take care of your heart. Have a good day. All right. Yeah, wise words. Any closing well, thoughts? I, I, I don't, I just, I'm so, I just, I don't think that each week when we do this podcast, at the end of the day, I don't think we're going to feel too good about ourselves when we wrap this up. We might ought to start our podcast off with this so we can try to change our mindsets when we end our evening and in, in, in self-pity and misery as we... Well, the, pro- yeah, the problem is, is I think we're just going to carry that mood over into the... And we're just gonna be like, what are we? What are? What are we even doing? Why? Why are we? What are we even doing? <laughs> oh, what a great touch to add in the fact that it's a middle school world. Where just... I do have a question. Mm. Yeah. So I heard there was a, a Mike Shulky sighting last weekend. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm on the. Uh, so my my garage mechanic here in town, my handyman Matt Ryan, ex employee of ours, yeah. um, co worker slash employee of ours back at the PCC Dub ITC Influenza. Um, I was reaching out to Matt Ryan because he was going to fix uh, one of my buddy's brakes on his truck. Uh, it was supposed to happen today, but that didn't. He decided he didn't need the work done, so. Uh, I was telling Matt, hey, I appreciate it, um, but we don't need any work done today. He was like, no problem. Uh, if you know anybody that's looking for any anything, they need any work, you know, let me know. Uh, he's trying to get some side, some a side hustle, you know, trying to get some side money. And um, we were done chatting and all of a sudden he's like, oh, by the way, I forgot to tell you something, uh, something cool happened to me this weekend. I was at the out at, I was at, was it not fest? Is that what it's called? Not fest. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I was at Not Fest and I saw Mike Shilkey crowd surfing, <laughs> uh, and then he explained who Mike Shilkey was, just in case I, I didn't remember. Mm-hmm. You know, that guy that was in charge of the insurance agents at work. I saw him crowd surfing, and I was and I and he put like LOL, and I wrote back LOL. I'm pretty sure that had to have been his doppelganger. 
<laughs> and, and then I was like, well, hold on. When was it la- last weekend? I was like, well, I know Mike wasn't there because of what happened. Yeah. And, but I still had to send him a message. I was like, Mike, you weren't at Nike, not fest <laughs> last weekend, were you? No, no. Uh, I don't think so. No. I mean, I mean, there wasn't really any out of body experiences that I can remember. I didn't see any lights or anything like that. But I mean, first of all, something's wrong because number one, I don't crowd surf. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of a a bigger guy. I mean, you know, I, you're you're not going to get me up and pass me along a bunch of people. Number one, I don't trust people enough to do something like that. Well, you got to you also got to keep in mind when was the last time you and Matt Ryan saw each other? Oh, because I would have been like, isn't it more weird that Matt Ryan thinks he saw you crowd surfing at that fest? Yeah, like he just and. It, Keep me in festival in I mean, 2021. I like to think that I'm a pretty memorable dude, um, <laughs> but you know, yeah, I, I, hmm, I like to th- know what he was, what kind of drugs he was taking, so I can get. <laughs> now we're calling Matt Ryan a druggie, so now we've we've really gone over the edge. All right, well, no, I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean, you know, there's nothing wrong with taking drugs. Come on. <laughs> That's right, boys and girls. Get your drugs in you. Big fan of doing some cocaine and Molly. I highly recommend. No, I'm, I'm all about the hallucinogens. I mean, that's what you oh. want to, you know. Let's let's think about that. I mean, so uh, be able to see me. Just to confirm, Mike Shilkey was not at Nightfest. Uh, not to my knowledge. Okay. Well, I'm pretty sure that I was in my living room in my recliner. Um, Resting in relaxation after the trying week that was. Very trying week that was. Well, yes. he uh, he saw you. I don't know what to tell you. You were crowd surfing at Knotfest. Where is Knotfest? I assume it's in Iowa. Isn't that where those slip knotters are from? Yeah, this one. This Outside one was not the one. Yep. Mike, we talked about uh, talked about you in the podcast today <laughs> about. Oh, yeah. uh, your rude comments about my boy MGK on uh, No Judgments Here. What did I say? You that he's a clown? Hmm. Oh, boy. No, I don't believe you said that. But... He may have said he was a clown. Basically how he was a failure in rap, Mike, is what yes. we Yes, yes, yes. And I, like I said, and, and, and Doug, you know that I like MGK. You know that I love his mixtapes. But I think everything when he, you know, had his first commercial release, um, I was expecting a little bit more than just a rehash of mixtapes and everything else he's done since there has progressively gotten worse. And obviously, you know, taking on the greatest, one of the greatest of all times and failing. He had to switch genres like a little bitch. Oh, that's now, not why he switched genres. Okay. He didn't okay. switch genres because Eminem had a better battle rap than he did. Oh, okay. He just realized that he wasn't going to make any money or he wasn't relevant or what? Or did he just he, evolve as an artist? Yes, he evolved oh. as an artist. So he, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't have he didn't have a true love for his craft. He did have a true love for his so craft. He was a, he was a poser. He was a successful rapper. 
He was a multimillionaire from rap music. He had many gold albums, gold singles, and platinum singles in the rap world. Yes, he was not as big as Eminem. He wasn't as big as fucking Jay-Z. He wasn't selling out arenas or, or amphitheaters or whatever. But uh-huh. he was a name. He was successful in rap. And uh-huh. he built a career in rap. He uh-huh. Early on, when he was being uh, well-known, when people knew who he was, and he was mm-hmm. sharing with his fans his how he grew up, he had mentioned mm-hmm. who his... his uh, his, oh my God! You've got me so upset. I can't even think. Uh, his, uh, not his idols, but his uh, his uh, influences. God damn it! His influences. <laughs> that one of his favorite bands growing up was uh, Blink One Eighty Two. He was heavily influenced by Blink One Eighty Two. In two thousand and twelve, he jumped on a damn pop punk song with a group called Siren. What did I? What are they called? Sleeping Siren? with Sirens. Sleeping with Sirens. He'd always had a love for Who? pop punk and that kind of music. But yes, he started off in rap and hip hop. And whenever he was able to on tour and he's out running around, he started teaching himself how to play the guitar. And I think that he got to a point in time in his career where he was financially secure. He didn't have to eat off of rap music anymore because he already stacked millions in the bank that he was able as an artist to change to a different genre that he's always grown up loving and wanted to get into as he developed as a musician and an artist. And he could say, fuck everybody else. I've got enough money in my bank account. I've been successful in rap. I've been somebody in rap. Now I can switch careers and try to try out this pop punk and see how this is working out for me. And he did. And it's fucking working great for him. Yes. Allow, allow me to rebut. Allow me to rebut. Oh, boy. Um, go so, all right. So, if we're just going to go on history and definition of insanity is doing the same things over and over again and expecting different results, starts a feud with Eminem. Did, Please, stop. Please, stop, 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 stop. Yep. Oh, he hey, didn't start. Oh. He didn't start that. He okay, did not. Well, start whatever. All right. Eminem started, started it. Started and he it, would try tried to finish it. Whatever he tried to do. Okay. He got into a feud with Eminem. True or false? Yes, Eminem said Thank some you. shit about nope. him, ah, and he responded. Ah, ah, ah. I he said he speak. responded, yes. Ah, ah. All right, so gets into a, a feud, a rap battle with Eminem, promptly loses, switches genres to pop punk or rock and roll or whatever the kids are calling it these days. Gets into a feud with arguably the greatest metal band of the last 20 years. What what happens next? Do you think he goes country? No, I don't think maybe, he goes maybe, country at all. Maybe, I think he maybe, continues maybe, to maybe, kill it in the in the genre he's in before maybe he, he goes maybe he goes female pop and tries to start a feud with Celine Dion. Corey Taylor started the feud with Eminem just like Eminem ah, did. Ah, so he responded. Ah, 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 you expect ah, him ah, not to respond when somebody ah, says something? Ah, somebody said something to him <laughs> and he ah, responded to it. Ah, no, okay. no, he didn't start shit. He didn't get in a battle with Corey Taylor. Corey Taylor started it first. The shit came out of Corey Taylor's mouth first. <laughs> Eminem was the first person to start shit with MGK. MGK responded. Was he successful in his response? No, he was not. 
It was his pop, pop punk rock and roll in the works before MG, uh, before Eminem? Absolutely it was. Did he win his battle with Corey Taylor? No, that was asinine. You're right. He should have never responded <laughs> to what Corey Taylor had to say, especially not at a goddamn rock and roll heavy metal festival whenever they're playing on the stage next door to him. Probably not a good idea, especially since you're about to go to another rock festival and perform other rock festivals where there's going to be not fans. Probably not a good idea. Yet he did, in fact, respond. It hasn't hurt his pop punk career. He still yes. sells the amphitheater yeah. where yeah. he's playing yeah. at. He's yeah. not going to have to go to a uh, uh, country hey. or female-laden music. He's going to be play- he'll be playing the Grove next year. Oh God! Good. <laughs> I look forward to seeing him. I'll be the I first admire. I admire your passion. I admire your passion. I admire uh, your fire and your. I don't know why you're so angry, but um, it's just an opinion, man. You're entitled to opinion, but you have to right. be factual whenever you state the stuff that you're stating. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> hey, uh, real quick. Oh. If did, I he may. Just call me, did, did he just call me a liar? Not a liar. He said you were incorrect. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh, the Super Bowl halftime show uh, this oh, year yeah. is uh, Dr. Dr. Yep. Eminem, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar, and Mary J. Blige. Just let everybody know that. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's big news. That's now, huge. Now, why is it them? I don't know. Probably, I mean, it, the Super Bowl's in L.A. None of those artists are really, no, especially Dr. released anything in 20 years. So it's kind of interesting. But it's also interesting because I saw all of those acts together, except Mary J. Blige at Coachella 2012. So they're running it back a decade later. Yeah, you could have found all those guys in Up in Smoke, except for yeah. Kendrick Lamar, obviously. Yeah, 2001. Um, Real quickly, speaking of the Super Bowl and the halftime show, uh, I highly recommend, if you can, on Showtime, they did a documentary called The Show, where they, um, it was for the weekend's set. The weekend's halftime show. Interesting. And Uh, another point I wanted to make there, and I'll get you back to the weekend, is that I, I, I can't imagine how a big segment of our audience of the world of our country is going to react to the dude who's saying fuck the police uh, <laughs> playing the halftime show at the NFL game. Yeah, it's probably not going to go over well. That's going to be interesting. Sorry, uh, because back, back I don't, I don't think most of the world uh, equates Dr. J with NWA and fuck the police. I don't think they do either, but you know it's going to be once once they start digging into who these performers are, because quite frankly, a lot of people probably don't even know. They're going to start looking at all the home public slurs that Eminem does. They're going to start looking at their domestic abuse issues. Uh, Snoop Dogg was on trial for murder. And then all of those roads will eventually lead you to NWA Dr. Dre. I think that's the path we're about to go on here. I think if it did go to that path, they could definitely defend themselves by saying that in the early 90s and gangland wars that there was going on and they were growing up in South Central L.A. where cops were, you know, doing whatever it is they were doing. And at the age they were and the era they grew up in, they were speaking what they saw. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And I think we're on the same page. I'm just surprised that the NFL and Jay-Z is the one who kind of controls who plays the uh, he selects, excuse me, 
who does the NFL halftime shows. I'm surprised that this actually got the stamp of approval with the Wait. history that these people have. Jay Z is in charge of the halftime shows. Yes, Live Nation. That's, that's new Rock to me. Rock, oh, Rock Nation. Rock Nation. Huh. Yeah, he's been doing it for like the last I don't know four or five years, three or four years somewhere somewhere in that area. Interesting. I did not know that. Yep. 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 I did see that after we did our podcast this afternoon. I I saw on TMZ the number one source for all news related things uh, made a post on it, and I did think it was weird. Uh, I'm looking forward to it, but it just didn't seem to fit with anything because like you said none, none of those people are doing anything right now dr dre snoop dogg haven't, haven't been relevant as far as new music's concerned um kendrick lamar he's still riding off the wave of his popularity and hasn't put anything new out eminem he you know nobody whatever he's not done anything in quite a long time no nah, he sure. just had an album release sure this year I know the weird. Did. The weird thing with Eminem is that the weirdest thing I, I know about Eminem is that when he performed at the Oscars, he performed a song that was 15 years old and got a standing ovation, which I've always found to be one of the weirdest things possible. But at an award show, um, you know, Eminem's music in the last five or ten years hasn't been anything of importance. Uh, so it's, it's an interesting choice. But again, I think it's the LA part. I know Snoop Dogg had been kind of uh, campaigning for this to happen. So it's interesting to see that it actually happened. I think that's it. I didn't realize the Super Bowl was going to be in L.A. That's that's 100% got to be the reason. I mean, those yeah. guys are those guys are gods in L.A. I mean, uh-huh. Snoop is fucking surprised he's not the mayor of L.A. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. Sorry, we went pretty long there. I One hour and 40 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Do we need to start having a spirited debate between Douglas and Mike on a weekly basis? I mean, I don't think it's necessary. <laughs> I don't. I don't need to get worked up like that again for at least another three months. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out why you got so worked up. I mean, I, I admire your passion. That's I his mean, boy. I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> I, because <laughs> feel like he's getting the proper respect due, and the words that you wait, choose wait, in your wait, opinion but, 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 are hold, 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 and I don't like them. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Why should he get any ounce of respect for the bullshit that he pulls? I mean, this is not like the first instance of. MGK acting like a fucking ass clown. Okay, let's talk about the VMAs and and Conor McGregor. Even though Conor McGregor is an ass hat as well, right? And we don't know what happened there. And Will and I both are in the in the agreement that it's possible that Conor McGregor started that. And possible. So we're really not sure what even happened there. So, so let's go. Gonna... Let's go this route. MGK yeah. is the Tommy Lee of this generation. I, I, I won't argue. That's okay, that. I think that's okay. I he also, that he also played Tommy Lee in the movie, right? Yeah, yep. he did. He did, and I think that yes, he's he's leading. He's living a rock and roll lifestyle with a fucking one of the hottest women on earth. Yeah, I think he's I, I think. more popular now than he's ever been, as far as movies, as far as music is concerned. 
and all of that. He's getting the attention that, yes, he wanted when he was a rap star. He expected that, or excuse me, a rapper, uh, uh, a B-level, C-level rapper uh, that he used to be struggling in the industry. Um, he is finally getting the notoriety that he feels he should have gotten back then. And so, yeah, I think he's riding that wave and he's feeling pretty fucking big in his britches. Um, but once again, he's not starting anything. So when you say that he's being an ass clown or whatever you called him, it's right. not because so, he just out of the blue decided he was so, going to a, a, okay. a war between anybody and start acting a certain kind of way. But You're he's right. not the kind of person that is going to just sit idly by when somebody says something about him. Now, is he losing his battles? Should he pick his battles a little better? Absolutely. And should he probably handle the things a little differently? Absolutely. But MGK is not the type of guy that's just going to sit idly quiet when somebody says something about him. And when I, and why should he? Why okay, should he? So, Somebody's yeah, going to besmirch uh, their uh, name. They should say something. Uh, hey, uh, question so when did the interview with Corey taylor where he talked about people failing in one genre and switching to another genre and he knows who he is when did that interview take place i have no idea so that was a few months back right again i have no idea it's my pretty understanding sure, that it pretty happened. sure it was pretty sure it okay. was so why wait Till you're on stage at a rock festival and say, you know what, I'm not, I'm not 50 years old wearing a weird fucking mask or whatever it was you said. I agree you with know, you. Again, again, it's picking your battles like you said. It's just why the timing is, is stupid and any person with common sense would uh, pick and choose when he should open his mouth. I, Corey, I agree. Corey Taylor. Corey, all, Corey, all Corey Taylor does is talk. You know, I mean, he, he says a lot of stuff about a lot of things. Some I agree with, some I don't. You know, but again, it boils down to a rock, a rock concert, especially in the world that we live in now, should be a time of harmony and fucking peace. Not a time to air stu- stupid little grievances. Yeah, that's I'm why. Not, I, that's why I call. That's why I called him a clown. Okay. Oh, I think we've well, settled we're, that. We're in, we're in agreement that he shouldn't have done. He shouldn't have responded at that point in time. That was a right. pretty dumb. And quite frankly, who knows? I don't know if he planned that out or if he was just in the moment, feeling himself, feeling good about stuff, and just decided to spout off and say some shit. It was dumb. It was he shouldn't have handled it that way. He did, but yeah. you know I agree with you. That was just it doesn't. You cannot pick a more fucking terrible time mm-hmm. to say something about Slipknot than at a fucking rock festival with Slipknot on the stage right next to you or across the way. Right. You want to? Do you want to talk about Slipknot? Do it at fucking loud. Do it at loud in Miami, loud in L.A. When most of the people or- are going to be Slip who? Right. Or even or even respond in the press, you know, in an interview or anything like that, you know, about, hey, his comments are whack. This is what happened. Then obviously we saw the receipts. We saw the emails that went back and forth about, hey, you know, we loved your verse, blah, 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 blah. He wants you to try to do it this way. And Corey Taylor saying, no, that's not I wish you all the best, blah, blah, blah. 
So again, who's right? Who's wrong? Who really cares? <laughs> you, obviously. I do. <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, it was it was more more along the lines of we've seen this behavior from him before, and he's not even doing what he was doing before. So. You know, what's going to happen next? Like I said, is he going to go country? Is he going to go pop? Is he going to be a nice, smooth R&B crooner? Is he going to sit at the piano like, you know, like Liberace? I mean, what's going on? So I guess we'll wait and see what the future brings for one MGK. <laughs> I guess we will. I guess we will. Will and I have a $17.82 bet. That within the next three years he drops another rap album. You think so? I do. Is he going to go country rap? Is he going to be like uh, Cowboy Thanks Troy? For Thanks for listening to <laughs> Off the Rails. We're out. <laughs> We're Doug and Will, and we are off the rail, off the rail.